0: Hello, this is Mawia at Fish Heads and Red Gravy, the podcast where we explore all things occult, metaphysical, culturally relevant, and indigenously spiritual. With this podcast, I hope to examine the ways in which marginalized people create a world of beauty out of colonized trauma. And today we are going to be looking at just a few cards. This will probably be a quickie. We're going to start off by looking at the death card. And I'm still looking at Ethany's Modern Love Tarot and the death card in Ethany's Modern Love Tarot has a woman and she is standing, it looks like next to an altar. And she has all these butterflies all over her. And there's a skull and there's some candles. And you get this whole idea of transformation, of of, of regeneration, an end to something and resistance. And Ethany says that Death shows up when there's irreversible change. Nothing will be as it was, and there is a new set of circumstances for you to adjust to. It's usually not one you like, but it's inevitable all the same. The old you is gone and the new you is coming out. It's a beautiful time for you to express who you are and live authentically. And so I like this particular card. I like the death card. I like the usage of the butterflies transforming, you know, the butterfly um, transforms from the worm into this beautiful, um, you know, butterfly that we all like to look at. We rarely like to look at or examine a worm, right? Some people stomp them, you know, they don't like to They just creep them out. But the transformation of it all, the butterfly doesn't go back into a worm. It, once it transforms into the butterfly, it's this beautiful um, you know, insect that we just love to, to have land on us, right? And so I just think with this one, end, resistance, transformation, you have a chance for some new growth, a newness in your life to take place. And you move other things out of the way so that what is more important happens. Everything that happens, happens for an important reason. I used to always tell my kids and what that that does not happen also happens for an equally important reason. Sometimes change happens to make room for what is most beneficial to you at that time. Sometimes it doesn't happen because you're not ready for to accept or you're not ready for what is to come or what is to come. It's kind of dragging its feet along as well. So this one about transformation and change, I like to look at it in my own personal life as, um, you know, with being a daughter of Oya, you know, she takes away, she transforms or changes or demolishes what you what you didn't need anyway to begin with. That's why she took care of it. That's why she demolished it. That's why she ransacked it and made it where it's, it's minimal, you know, in your life because you didn't really need it. You thought you needed it, but you didn't need it. And, you know, you go through transformative times in our lives. We all go through transformative times in our lives. You know, we're not always happy. You know, we're not always sad. You know, we go through ebbs and flow. You know, it just kind of flows that way. And that and it happens for all of us. So this particular card is about not always meeting a death or a transformation as a negative thing. And usually when people see the death card in tarot, um, it, along with the devil card or two cards, they're usually scared the hell out of people. You know, it turns them off by tarot or it intrigues them by tarot. You know, when, when they see those cards come up in tarot, in the tarot reading. This is an interesting twist on that because in the picture, the only thing that sort of would make you um, reminiscent of death in terms of how we see perceive death in our culture would be the skull that's on the altar setup that would be the only thing that we would think about in that in that regard because everything else is kind of seductive. She, you know, has a low cut top on and, you know, a, a portion of her breast is exposed and her hand is in her, you know, it's sort of in that region in that chest region, you know, where it sort of draws your attention down to her breast, but everything else the picture is dark, it's black behind her, but everything else is reminiscent of um of just, you know, I get, when I look at it, moving on is what I see, not so much as um, what we would think about in death, you know, the end of something, this terrible, um, tragic ending that we know is coming, right, that we're not prepared for. But this one, she looks as though she is prepared for it and that she is accepting transformation and not as a negative um, aspect in her life, but as just something necessary to make room for future blessings, so that's what I see with this card. Transformation, end, and resistance. And know that it is an irreversible change. You know, it happens, but that it gives us time to actually figure out who we are and to be the person that we really want to be and to allow the world to acknowledge and accept our authentic self or not accept it, right? It's it's up to them, you know, what they decide to do. But we don't have to adjust ourselves. To fit what other people may think is necessary, and then we have the nine of cups. I mean, not the nine of cups. I'm sorry, the seven of cups. And the seven of cups in her deck, in Anthony's deck, you have this beautiful black woman, and she's standing in the center, right? She's beautiful. Her skin is kind of um like cocoa almost, right? And then you have all these other individuals around her, and they're, you know, they're, you know, they're just offering her their cups, right? and so she has all these options and she has her hand sort to her her um temporal like almost as if she's thinking or trying to mull over you know which one will she accept but they're all offering her these cups and the 7 of cups says fantasy dreams choices and she says You need to know the difference between fantasy and reality. Sure, you need to have standards and shouldn't settle, but you need to ditch the laundry list of unrealistic expectations. It puts too much pressure on someone else. Be authentic and don't be overly concerned about superficial things. Fantasy, dreams, choices. And a lot of people do that, right? Younger younger people, older people you know, this fantasy about what relationships are, let's see if we can use relationships as an example. You know, you early on in your dating life, you know, whether you start dating middle school or whatever, you start to think about it like puppy love, right? And you have this list you make in your tablet, right? And you start to, li- you know, um, you know, just sort of categorize all of these ideas or list these ideas about what this boyfriend or girlfriend is going to be like or what they should be like or things that they should have you know your non negotiables right um you know and and then you try to start checking off those things when you see somebody that you might like right and then you some people start to think that well when i get the person who checks off all of these you know criteria all of my my criteria then that's the person that i want to go with right or you start to or you date the person and then you start to see that they don't fit any of those things. And some people, you know, they'll continue on with it and see where it goes. And some people are like, nah, I'm out of here. I need the person to fit this specific list. You know, I've known, you know, women, young women like that. No, they have to fit my list. You know, one thing's off and that I'm, I'm just, I'm not dealing with it. And a lot of times, you know, that's constantly bringing that, that youthful, those youthful ideas, that fantasy into adulthood. And you don't make choices based upon what's realistic. And then you have the person who, as an adult, you know, feels as though um, it'll change. It'll get better, you know. And so, you know, you get into a situation where you're dating someone and you're constantly at odds with each other. But you think it'll change. It can get better, you know. Um, maybe we get married. Maybe we... St- you know, seek some um, counseling and, you know, it'll get better. And a lot of times what happens is it doesn't get better. It gets even worse. You know, that's that fantasy world, you know, living off of what you think you enjoy about that person. I love this person. It can get better. You can love somebody and they not be the person for you right you can love them to a point where you understand that you are not fulfilling their desires and they're not fulfilling your desires there isn't any harmony enough harmony in the relationship for it to be sustained so you love them enough to say you know what we need to part ways that's love too not you know going through the motion of being involved with someone who makes you miserable and who you might make miserable and so with this one Being very careful and cautious about what you accept. That's what I have here. Choices, the seven of cups. Being very careful and cautious about what you will accept. And she's doing that. She's looking and she's, you know, she's observing that all of these cups have wonderful things inside of them, right? Wonderful things that might add to my life in a positive way that I consider a positive way, but I still need to think about it, right? I still need to think about what I already have, what I'm already bringing to the table, and what I might need more of, what I might need less of. And so it's about making choices and making choices, uh, but being able to make choices from a point of view where you are all looking in and not just thinking about, um, being a hoarder, you know what I'm saying? Really assessing what you have and what you need, you know, and what is going to add to your life and not make your life miserable. That's what this one is about. And not letting external pressure make you question where you are in life. Other people might think that you should be in a relationship, but you have to make the right choice for you, you know. Make the choice for you. If you're not ready to move forward or move, um, two paces ahead with the relationship then stay where you are you shouldn't be forced to do something that is going to eventually make you miserable you know or something that you don't feel in your heart that you are ready for you know and that also is part of being in love and loving someone saying you know what I love you but I'm not ready to make this next step I'm not ready to venture into this situation because I don't feel like that you will receive the best of me and vice versa that I will receive the best of you if we move any further, you know. So that one is a definite one. And the last one that I wanted to look at is the Six of Pentacles. And the Six of Pentacles is about community, sharing, and generosity. Six Pentacles are leaving the box, kind of floating up out of the box, that they have and you have two women staring at each other one is um, wearing a hijab and one woman is just regular hairpin back ponytail and they and they look like they're in out in the open a grassy field and there's a stage and it says love more yes it's love more love more. Maybe they're at a concert, kind of Woodstocky, but it says love more, love more. And they're staring right at each other, holding the box, and you have the pentacles floating above them between them, as well as hearts floating between them. The love meaning says that there are times when we'll need assistance from others, and there are times when we can give back. There's plenty of love and support to go around when everyone is willing to share. Allow people to help if you need it. It's not a sign of weakness. If you can give back, even in small ways, take this card's advice as a sign from the universe that this is what you should do right now. Are you giving the love and support to your friends and family without taking care of yourself? You shouldn't do that. Take care of yourself first, and then you'll be much more inclined and able to take care of others. You may need to allow your friends the fifth phone call today to go to voicemail. So sometimes you need to pull back. You need to take care of yourself. And a lot of times we think, even in relationships, that we need to take care of the other person. We have to always be about making sure that they are pleased and happy 24-7. And then we, we, we negate ourselves. We don't, we don't look at ourselves. We don't see what we're lacking. And that can lead to resentment, right? You, you start to think, well, nobody cares about me. But the first person who should care about you should be you. So you should be the one saying, you know what, I want to help you out, but first I need to deal with me. First, I need to make sure that I'm okay. I need to make sure that my health is okay, that I'm emotionally sound, spiritually sound, all of those things. If I need to go meditate, then I need to go meditate. If I need to go take a, have, you know, take a run, go run. If I need to, you know, do some yoga, or whatever, I need to make sure that I'm balanced before I can help you out, you know, because some people will drain you they will want you to spend every waking minute thinking about how to make them happy, how to adjust the world to their standards. But they never try to do that for you. They don't want to do that for you. They don't believe that you deserve or need or you know that. They believe that they need that all the time. It's me, 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 me. And those are times when, like with this card, The six of pentacles, pentacles are always about, pentacles are about being grounded. But this one is about sharing some of that groundedness with somebody else, making sure that you're grounded and then you can help somebody else to become even more grounded in their desires or dreams or goals. But if you allow your goals and desires and dreams to just dissipate, you know, thinking that, you know, it's all about you, I'm making my world you, then, you know, you're doing yourself a disservice. You're not fulfilling your destiny and you're not, you know, working towards your greater your greater purpose in life because you have a purpose, too. You were born to do a certain thing. Right. Whatever that is. And you won't know what it is if you're spending your every waking moment trying to fulfill the desires of somebody else. Right. Making sure that they get everything that they need and then you, you know, you're depleted. So that's not the way to go. So one the the main thing that I want us to do you know, as the exercise, is to think about what grounds us. How do we find balance in our lives? Even if it's reading a book, taking a walk, what is it that one thing you can do each day to have some balance in your life? And if it's read a book, you can read a couple of pages. You don't have to read a whole chapter. You can read a paragraph, put it down. Think about it for a little bit, then get back into the groove of whatever it is you need to do to save the world, you know. But think about what grounds you and to do that thing that grounds you each day for the next week. Love you much. Ashe.